I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickards. Your last name is Rickard? And we are the hosts of Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickard. And this is Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. And with us, as every week, almost every week, is Jen on the ether. Hey guys. So, um, it's been a while. No. Yeah, yeah you know, just been a while. Some we missed happened. you all. We did miss you guys. Thank you for coming back. We yeah. love you. You guys are the best. Yeah, this episode was recorded on September 1st, so we'd also like to just pay tribute to Harvey Weinstein right now. Oh, wait. I'm <laughs> currently strangling Alan, and that's why you came here. No, no, he's a piece of shit. Let's <laughs> go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no getting around that at this point, is there? None. Uh, So we're talking about stocks. We are talking about stocks, which I'm now trying to. Oh, there we go. Thank you, May Fourth. And nope, not nope, not at all. That was just the first episode that popped up. Idiot. (laughs) So what episode was on May (laughs) Fourth? I don't know. I lost it already. Oh, this would be perfect for May the Fourth because May the Fourth be with you because there's a Star Wars reference in this episode. A pretty, a pretty good one. Yeah. Um, we are on. A, a, an episode that I know fully well the actual number of and the date it aired, which I'm going to tell you right now right, from bit. memory <laughs> because mm-hmm. it's uh, season three, episode nine, and it aired December 11th, 1996. December 11th, never forget. Now, God, when that memory clicks in, it just it bam, does, you right? It. You know, I'm mm. oh boy, it's directed wow. by Tom Sharonis and it was written by Al Higgins. I remembered all those things from memory. That's very impressive. Thank you so much. I don't know why I put my phone away. Who is the production so assistant? Oh, the production assistant. Well, there's definitely Todd Spider Chambers uh, at the very least. Was I, I think he was a might have been a producer at this point. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Good for you, Friend Todd. of the show, Todd Spider Chambers. Very nice kind. He hasn't been on the show, but he's very helpful. I've had the pleasure. Come on the show, Todd. Mm-hmm. We'll say hi. He won't do it. I've already asked, but that's okay. Oh, I know. I know. Todd, we will love his you. sister do it? Ooh, Todd, he's Todd, got the dirt Todd, on Todd, if you got a sister, then 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 have <laughs> have your sister come a... on the, the show. <laughs> yeah, the weirdest request mm-hmm. you've ever made. I, they're gonna get weirder. Okay, yep, they are. So uh, this is ratings jump after the hiatus. That's what we need. So yeah, yeah exactly. Go. This is one <laughs> I remember. I don't remember much of the specifics of this episode, but it is one that has stood out for a very long time for me. Well, Matthew supposedly comes back from Japan. Exactly, right? oh, and God. it's Jesus. really adorable. Uh, uh, it's so. So so stupid, uh, and he's Ooh. trying his best to you know speak Japanese to the people. Right. Oh hi, and he's just like okay. it's just so weird coming out of <laughs> you his mouth. That right too. Yeah. Uh huh. I think uh, he might have gotten. Land of the one. Rising Sun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he just sun. went yep. to like all the tourist spots in New York and tried. We to don't find, know like, the why, one why, Japanese why product. Right Maybe like you went to the mall for the for the. You're spoiling the episode. For the you're, spo- you're literally spoiling a plot point. Oh, right, because if you, if you listen to this podcast, you would have not have known. <laughs> right. I just this want... episode. <laughs> Could you imagine? I want to know the one I know. listener I know. who listens to all these but has never seen the you show. You know what? Welcome, welcome, and thank you for joining us. To be fair, though. It's not impossible. People come to a drinking game having never seen The Princess Bride. Oh, yeah. And like, that was really great. And now I'm going to go watch the movie. Okay. Good for you. I mean, Good for you. I mean it's you. cool that I'm your first Vizzini. Yes. But I don't know that that's the well, right that, thing. That was actually uh, there, uh, a scene study course a long time mm-hmm. ago for Halloween. I did a scene from Ghostbusters where I was. Uh-huh. Peter Venkman and I just remember like after the fact that someone was like that sounded funny like I've never seen that movie oh and I was God. like I was your first interpretation <laughs> of Peter Venkman thank so you uh, well, thank you <laughs> it also works in reverse though because I grew up loving Princess Bride and when uh, I went to go see Princess Bride on a screen recently mm-hmm. I was mostly laughing because I'm like thinking of you doing Sarandon's <laughs> lines that's the whole time my people <laughs> like it's they're very close but it was your voice that I was hearing in my head as he's reading it I'm like oh crap I will never be able to say this movie in the same way like no well, like, to be fair every time I see Count, Count Rui like do any movement it always comes off more creepy now than it ever has yeah, before in my life he's, he's, not, your total he's, creep when you he's do kind it, of Jason. playing it chill and actually acting and I just 
well, you guys need to see what I do with it. Cause, yeah. although, Come to the next Princess Bride <laughs> drinking game, which I don't know when that will be. <laughs> I wish we had them all recorded, because uh, I want to see like how you and I change our dynamic like episode, I know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, every time we do it. We, we I feel like we've had an arc with the characters for every show. Uh-huh. It started like we... We're just kind of friends, yep. and it got kind of creepy. But then we, mm-hmm. then I also started to enjoy our yeah. little liaisons, and mm-hmm. now we're back to kind of we're both creepy. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like yeah, yeah. yeah. And we've done it's that pretty <laughs> high creepiness right How now. How many times have we done it? Like nine times, probably nine, nine times. times. I'm sorry, news radio. Is that what we're? Oh, I'm sorry, news radio. <laughs> I guess we, we can talk that about that for a little bit. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm. So Matthew went from back from Japan. Mm-hmm. He <laughs> went to Harajuku Music Street. You might know about that. Oh, that's impressive. Ah, uh, the black ship Matthew, fat with treasure. I don't, I didn't get the full line, but that's it's so so. Yeah, he just I, keeps he just keeps um like saying overly polite things to to accelerate the conversation to get to the part with the presents. Yeah, because uh, nobody's interested as Matthew walks in, but once. I guess presents. you guys don't want your presents, then oh, everybody. <laughs> so, so, like, literally everyone hears him plainly, clearly, uh-huh. but they do not care and would rather do work. You want to call them assholes, then, but... like, Then, like, even grumble, oh, hey, Matthew, how's it yeah. going? Did you have a nice trip? Okay. Mm-hmm. Also. Yeah. Like, they couldn't even do that. But they know it's Matthew, so mm-hmm. the presents are probably not going to be good for That's them. also like, true. I... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're they've got like, high they... hopes. Yeah. Yeah, the only thing we'll reason. find out in the next episode, the only time he's good for presents. Um, because oh, buying them himself, right. though, he can't he buy for people. He is actually. a candy connoisseur. He yeah. could have brought back good candy yeah, based, that's on, right. based oh, on later that's in the episode. I just love that everything he says about it like has no hint of experience in it. It's just, over there, you're allowed to eat seaweed. <laughs> allowed to. Allowed to, yeah. What? <laughs> He's oh, apparently God. never had sushi. I mean, I love seaweed, but sure. many people think that the idea of it is gross over here oh. for some reason. So, like, mm-hmm. allowed to now. What? Yeah. <laughs> I stupidly didn't write that. What did he give Catherine again? Uh, that a box. Just a nice, pretty box. Yeah. Like a very simple, it's very beautiful on the outside, but mysterious on That's the inside. right. Yeah. Because yeah. I put down... I put a note down as saying he does. He actually seems like he does put a lot of thought into Catherine's mm-hmm. gift, but nobody else. Like, yeah, just... yeah. I mean, he clearly, if he spent money on any of them, that might be the one he spent the most money right. on. It was a box because it's Catherine, and I think the last thing anybody in the office wants to do is offend her. Not right. because just because she'll slap you if you do the wrong thing, but because like I think she is a person uh, who actually has an opinion people care about. Because she's the one there who's like the alpha, but isn't yeah. a complete asshole. Right. You know? yeah, yeah. She's like an she's... empathetic alpha. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which you don't see often. No, 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 you don't. Yeah, she only wields her power, you know, when she feels it's necessary. She doesn't mm-hmm. just like lord over people all the time. Unlike and, me. And think that <laughs> she can like build us because he's an alpha too, but he, also, nobody likes him. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's the bad guy. He's he's clearly the bad guy. So, like, they mostly still ignore him anyway. Mm -hmm. Unless they're going to give him too hard of a time, and then they have to at least listen for a little bit. What would you call Jimmy James, like, dynamic then? He's an alpha, sort of, but sure. He's wacky alpha? I don't know what to (laughs) say. Yeah, that's a very good point because he changes the dynamic, but only when he walks in the room, you know, and really only what he. Yeah, but every he time be... he walks into the that room, I mean, if you're everywhere, you're present. You are the alpha. You're an al- super alpha. For like, sure. yeah, but and he it... could just go from being one of the gang to like just switching on a dynamic. Like, OK, now got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he could be your buddy. I he... really wonder if he wasn't the boss, how he would be treated in that workplace by each person. We find out one that episode. is like that'll happen. That happens. You want to call in. And... When him and Matthew switch places, that happens. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so wait till season five, it's though, It's a folks. dumb episode, but it's actually it's really actually good. It's actually funny. We'll it's just edit really that out. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. It's fine. How, yeah, of all the seasons, Jen, how, how many times have you seen season five, though? Less. Yeah, less. less. So I've, se- I've seen it a few times. Sure. The, the yeah. relaxation machine one is actually one of my oh, favorite Oh, it's phenomenal. Episodes. But anyway, yeah, you we'll guys digress. Should... We won't get to season five for a while, folks. Yeah, Especially if we have more hiatuses. That ain't going to happen. There's some great, like, very creative ideas in season five. It's just, you know, a different dynamic. There's somebody from season five I'm trying to get on the show. Awesome. Just say that. There's Fingers some, crossed. There's some great ideas in season five, like like some real crazy say. jump the shark, amazing. 
Oh yeah, no, it's but they're good jumping the shark. I mean, it's the show does it as well as you can. Amazing. But they yeah. also like introduce the fact, hey, we're going to be in space this episode, so we can do whatever we want. Yeah. Uh, he gives Lisa a bobblehead, and then he gives a Hello Kitty bag to Bill. Like a stereotype oh. bobblehead. I can't accept this. Oh no, please, <laughs> because I'm neither Japanese, fourteen years old, nor a girl. But thank you for the thought. <laughs> <laughs> then Beth, that's, that's the thing that makes me remember this I'm episode. really surprised him like shove it into his face somehow or mm-hmm. something I, like that but maybe it's because he's in front of everybody else right now and they're all being gracious uh-huh well, you're saying that that's why bill's being like maybe okay. like like not yeah i mean he's you know he, it's it's rude but it's also a hello kitty backpack for bill yeah so yeah. what else are you gonna do like it's pretty polite for him yeah I think he's also waiting to insult whatever next present seems stupid, which he does because. (laughs) Because Beth gets some weird Japanese nudie magazines. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I I knew you were into other cultures. (laughs) Fascinated by the aesthetic sensibilities. (laughs) How'd you know that? He did. He bought them for himself and gave them to you by accident. Can I tell you, that delivery is a thing where like, that sounds like he's got another sentence coming, yeah. but because he doesn't, it's like it makes you stew in the insult like, more. What is <laughs> yeah, it's like, and he's just staring, and it's like, oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, he wants to watch the feelings happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I feel like Beth feel would have liked that Hello <laughs> yeah. Kitty backpack. So. Oh yeah, actually, that's a that's a good. Point. I mean, as they go, it's it's not a bad one. Uh, yeah. Oh, none of those that that Bill would have liked though. I feel like I should point maybe out, the sword. since we last recorded... <laughs> yeah, the sword of the box, maybe. Um, I did read Phil Hartman's autobiography. <laughs> Sorry! I read his biography. Sorry, I always say autobiography when I mean biography. Yeah, I was going to say, was it written in 97? Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, no, I read Phil Hartman's biography. Uh, 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 you might remember me. It's really good. It's really good. I will say, though, um, any fans of this show, if you want to read it, you do need to understand that it is a very clear portrait of a human. So be prepared for, like... A lot of human stuff. That's everybody. Though. I understand, but it's it's no, rough. No, I get it. I it's get rough it. when like it's not like hey, he's a real piece of shit. It's like oh, he had a lot of dark, more darkness than I expected. Like like inner darkness in such a way that it's like oh, there's more tor- turmoil than you sort of realized when it was going on. And it's like uh, yeah, and so it's it. It's very similar to when I read Gene Wilder's oh, actual yeah. autobiography. Yeah. Like, oh fuck, that happened to you when you were a child. Uh-huh. There's so much stuff in there. It's really rough, and like, but came out of it okay. And like, yeah, maybe Phil Hartman would have too. Um, yeah. But like, you know, the last chapter deals with the worst parts of everything. Obviously. It's like, oh, fuck. No, 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 yeah. No, so it's no, a lot no, of reading no, of that, and it's like, I kind of, I didn't expect them to to like gloss over that, obviously. But it's like, yeah. shit. Like, it's it's just a dark book. It's by nature yeah. going to be a dark book. And like you also end up feeling for both sides of the whole situation, so it's it's well written. It's a good book, and uh, the gentleman who wrote it, whose name I am completely blanking on, we'd love to have you on. One side way less than the other. Oh, of course, though. yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, no, like that's, <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, like it's almost interesting. not. You might say. Well, I don't know. You didn't read the book, so uh, <laughs> uh, that's all I'm I saying. That was that was uncalled for. So anyway, Joe's being a chair whisperer. Mm-hmm. Lisa has a squeaky oh, that's chair, right. <laughs> and he's listening to it. She'll tell you where it hurts. <laughs> so stupid. There was a weird edit in this, uh-huh. actually. Was there? Uh, as after he says, uh, just listen to, yeah, just listen to her and she'll tell you where, where it hurts. Mm-hmm. There was like, uh, I don't know if they used two different takes or if they just cut something out because it just seemed like Joe was in a different position. Oh, really? Like yeah. I didn't notice. Damn it. I hate it. I, have I should problem. rewatch it because I just have a note that just says, bad edit to Lisa saying, what am I supposed to do? So yeah. I'm thinking there's some lines that were cut out, maybe. Ideally, I'd watch these three times every time before we do it so that I can, because like, the first time I'm always taking notes of what they're saying, yeah. and so I miss so much of what's happening on screen. She's I used to watch it at least script. twice. Now it's about once. Yeah, I guess. yeah it's hard. It's, it's, it's hard. It's, it's, We've hard committed to, to this time, thing. People. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, six <laughs> weeks. Um, yeah. Well, we had, we both we all had we all had some some stuff things we had to deal with. Unfortunately, yeah, I had to read a book. Yeah. That was the, I'm sorry. That's the whole. It took me six weeks to read his biography. I that's the real truth. That's why I was not on. Uh, I just can't. I read books very slowly. I'm uh, I'm disabled. And my car was in the shop, so mm, for six weeks. So yeah. I, you know, I couldn't couldn't mm-hmm. do anything. Just yeah. You also can't read, but that's a separate I also can't issue altogether. Read and uh, um. Yeah, my dog ran away. I was here. 
she uh lisa does insist that her chair doesn't have a gender which i find quite funny i i, I, I like she's very insistent that him calling the chair a her is insulting it's stupid obviously uh <laughs> oh my god uh and joe just suggests she get a new chair by asking dave by ask, yes you know, whenever you want something just go in there and ask your sugar daddy <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. And then Catherine says, Lisa, I need a new stapler. She's even worse about <laughs> it. When you're shaking your stuff for a new chair, could you ask him for a stapler too? No, no women's solidarity. Just like, oh yeah, you should do that. And Where then, did everybody get the idea that I'm some sort of office supply whore? Just, <laughs> so good. good. <laughs> Lisa, I'm out of thumbtacks. Dave doesn't respond to my back rubs as well. <laughs> all of my back rubs. <laughs> all of my back rubs. <laughs> I, I thought it, I forgot the all the first time too. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. I had to rewind it and then I was like, that's really. Of? I don't think I noticed that. The All first of time. my bad. That's amazing. <laughs> so it happened more than once. And uh, she more than twice. She keeps it professional. Of? You know, she insisted it's a professional relationship in the office. That's it. Don't get emotionally involved. Just lie back, close your eyes, <laughs> and then he goes right back to work as though her being it's there just, uh, <laughs> just it was in the way of him doing whatever he was doing. Like, yep. He just like he just he's like I just want the insult to lie there again. He does. Yes, that. he likes to let them sink in. <laughs> This is so sad, because if your chair is having that many problems, if you're an employee, mm -hmm. any of them, I think Dave would actually get them a new chair. Yeah. Oh, of course like... he would. Of course <laughs> he would. We find out later how much he wants her to have a new chair. Metal on metal squeaking is a... Oh, it's an awful sound, and it's good sound design on their part. Situation. It's upsetting to listen to. You know what isn't upsetting? Take Taking a break. a break. We'll be right back. I just read your mind. Hey, Alan. Hey, Jason. It's almost winter time. What's better during the winter than ice cream? Nothing, Nothing, especially CVT ice exactly cream. Exactly right, because not only do they have chocolate. Vanilla. Twist. Not only do they have sea salt. They have sprinkles. But if you really want to stay warm, I guess it's not really warm, but it's the, it's the idea of warmness. If you want to stay in the environment of coldness. Right, but also implied warmness, you yes. can have their chocolate. What do they call it? They call it something specific. The chocolate. Fuck me. Sweeties. Coffee cream? Did they call it a coffee cream? Coffee. Oh, God. Put the coffee That's your thing. into the... Yes, I love that stuff. You love that. Every yes. time you don't stop talking about it. Right. I don't think I've tried it. Have I tried it? No, I've had their, I've had a Coke float. I don't know if they still do the Coke floats, but it's a really good Coke float. Yeah, they should. Uh, this has all been written out. This is not improv. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. Joe writes very specific scripts <laughs> for us every time where he wants us to stumble and say dumb shit. Uh, and wants us to swear during them, which is weird. Um, yeah. So you go to change CV the tone of the commercial at any point. Uh -huh. Go to at CVT Soft Serve wherever you can at things. Go to CVTSoftServe.com. That's it. It's actually the most delicious ice cream I've ever really had, is. though. That I am honestly saying. So you should be upset if you don't live in Los Angeles. Just come out. Visit come out. the the shot the the truck. There's two there trucks. Two trucks. Now. I would say visit us, but I don't want to give you my personal address. I'll meet you. All at right, a truck. I'll give it to you. I'll meet it's you at in a truck. Burbank. Yep. It's, mm -hmm. <laughs> That's about it. One, two, three, fake street. <laughs> oh, my God. That ice cream was so good. Oh, it's so tasty. I could I could use some crackers, which Mr. James is actually eating. Solid See, segue. segue. Thank you. Yeah, very, very good. Cracker time. <laughs> Cracker time. Oh, well, we were at Ralph's, uh, uh, like, a month or two uh -huh. ago. I saw a Cracker Time container. Like, it's perfect for Cracker oh, Time. Oh, like a specific, like, a container yeah, to carry you crackers Yeah, you could have an assorted... Uh, a spread of crackers to bring with you to work and a separate compartment that's also attached for cheese for cheeses for assorted cheeses mm -hmm. and whatnot yeah we should have gotten them maybe and, even and branded spreads mm. if you were creative about it it's true cracker time cracker time guys cracker this is making time. me hungry for crackers by ralph's <laughs> <laughs> this is another local la reference that people are not going to get uh, past a certain border but that's fine seen ralph's is like google that's true if you've seen big Lebowski, you know what ralph's is kind of it's a grocery store thank, thank you in thank california you. thank you alan it's a big deal guys i, I don't know about all <laughs> california definitely los angeles well, yeah, yeah yeah for sure uh so best inherited some money and she interrupts Jimmy's cracker time to tell him about it. But she wants because she wants to know how to invest her money. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't give stock tips. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. Yes. And yeah. then Bill walks in. Oh, stock, stock tips. <laughs> I like Lockheed these days. How about you? <laughs> Thanks, Lockheed. Like a big giant company that's always going to be making money. Good for you, Bill. You like Lockheed. Oh, uh, it's love, the name of a I, company he knows. Yep. I love Beth because Mr. James doesn't want to share the tips. Mm -hmm. but 
Beth's saying, why would you share your tips? It's not fair, Mr. James. Oh, honey, if life were fair, there wouldn't be rich people. <laughs> I love it's it's like there Jason, these... you wanna know? Well I'm not gonna tell you. <laughs> oh, does Jimmy say it first and then Beth says it later? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's she. That's I love why it when she says that. <laughs> she's always never like never had anything. She's a great mouthpiece for Jimmy James. Like yeah. she's always been like that's why she's his, her campaign manager. When he runs, <laughs> which, by the way, should have been the first cue that he like, wasn't really like, running for president. I don't know if it's Dave or Beth that's that's his favorite because he. Seems it's like a mix. She's his, yeah. she's his little girl. Like he's got to take like, care of her. But like deep in his heart is probably Beth. Yeah. 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 It's hard because, uh, well, we're not to it yet, but uh, some of the, when he has a one-on-one with uh, Dave in the trainer episode, mm-hmm. uh, I, that's, he's very, you know, I think he loves them both. I, yeah. don't, I don't know if he can pick a favorite. No, but I mean, for her, I like he clearly wants to see her like earn Succeed. her way to the top, though. Yeah. Like he doesn't want to give her too much of an upper hand because he's like, More. oh, I made my way. I think because I, I do think he made his way from being poor. If if any of his backstories to be believed, <laughs> like he. he um, uh, that's right. Uh, give a man. A, come on, Jimmy. Give a man to fish. Feed him for a day. Teach a man to fish. He spends all his time in the basement. Time flies, neglecting his personal hygiene. Mm. Aren't you supposed to be on the air? No, actually. Yes, you are. Yes, I am. <laughs> it's such a good little quick, little quick exchange. I love that so much. Uh, it's it's a good it's a good story too. It's a good I, side story. I love Beth and Jimmy stories. I always, I always, uh, I always love it when somebody just like turn Bill around as to what like, his argument is like. <laughs> No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Yes, I am. I have anything like that. So. Jimmy's one of the few. He who makes can do it him that go on the air for no reason. <laughs> you think so? You think he's not supposed to be on the I, air? I actually don't because he actually looked like <clears throat> Bill's few sincere faces. Mm-hmm. But, he actually had one. He's like, no, I'm actually not. But it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't like done just a tiny bit extra. It was just like, well. He's like, oh, maybe, maybe since I'm not, like, maybe I can stay somehow. Oh, yeah, right, right. No. <laughs> we should, you know, I noticed, I think it was in this episode or maybe the next episode we watched, uh, I keep forgetting that there are probably some regular extras up in the booth who are supposed to be on the air while they yeah. aren't. But there, I also. There's, there's one <clears throat> dude. Really? That, you that, paid attention? That I've seen. <sighs> More than two times, Really? I think. Yeah. I have not been keeping track. These are things we need so. to know. I really wish people Maybe were I'm listening to this folks, and would find out. Just like, hey, I was an extra on the show. There's one guy who by name is an extra and listed. They talk about him in the commentaries. His name is Phil Dicker. Uh, so if you're out there, Phil, come on the podcast. But I want to know. I think we should give names and backgrounds to these people who are in the booth. Mm-hmm. I want to know that. more about them. I didn't do it. Well, when we get some writers on the show, we'll uh, ask their opinions as to what these people were. And who they were? Oh, you mean writers that were that wrote this? Actually, not, not adding sh- writers no. to our podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean it's so well written the show already. Why would we need more writers? <clears throat> Did you hear our ads? Yeah, uh, right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're, Matthew's back, and right. Matthew uh, comes to just such a little asshole <laughs> on Dave's door. Like he, I guess he's trying to be polite and, and demure like a, a Japanese person. Is that maybe what he's trying to do? I don't know. Well, Pointing out a, that he has he, to take off his shoes before <laughs> entering, entering the domicile. The domicile. <laughs> I think it's also to get attention that he's taking off his friggin' shoes. Oh, yeah, yeah. He wants to make a before real big entering point of it. the domicile. It's got to be a big thing. The domicile. <laughs> you would have loved it. it we is. can afford and play strange people, strange customs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been to Canada. <laughs> That's right. That's a great. Uh-huh. Oh, um, maybe you haven't been to Winnipeg. Yeah, I wrote it. <laughs> I wrote it down. We need to like maybe have a marathon at some point and just check for a few different things to get a running tally. Oh, you like including like, the people in the booth? Hints at Canada. Uh huh. That's true. Jokes yeah, there are a couple. There are a few. Before the reveal later, uh-huh. and then it's getting there. Yep. It's ge- oh yeah, this is hinting because we got two two episodes later. We find out. Oh wait, really? We, yeah. Are we that close? It's trainer. Yeah, it's on trainer. Oh my god. Yeah, I All knew right, it was crazy. close. Uh, for trainer, we're gonna have a special guest, guys. So. Uh, <laughs> Keep that, keep that in mind. Um, ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. It's going to be a it's good a... one. <laughs> oh, look at you. You guys got a little podcast. And then Alan jumps on his face like a badger. And he goes, ah! <laughs> hey, little buddy. That was always my Look at me. I'm just a puppet. I'm just a puppet. That's all you have to do. Ben Stiller. I like Ben Stiller sometimes. Oh, he's 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 he's, he's really great. funny on that episode. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell him. Before, before he his face filled out or something, he looked... 
His weird. show was really funny. His show was amazing. Uh, really, really funny. Die Hard 12, Die Hungry. Amazing. That's one of the best His things Bruce I've ever Springsteen? seen. His Bruce Springsteen? Oh, man. He did Bruce Springsteen. See, I didn't see enough of that show. Oh, God. So uh, see, that's a show that I need to... I need to that's, that's where Andy Dick came from. That's about it. Not true. Andy okay. Dick, Janine Garofalo. Who else is on that show? A lot of people I'm going to forget, and people are going to think I'm an asshole. I think Bob Odenkirk was on that show. God, you're an asshole. I'm a piece of shit. Fuck <laughs> this has been an excessively sweary episode. I'm sorry. It's just we're back. Are you? It's TVMA, no. right? Oh, wait, it's not TV. TV. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> PAMA. Pama. Ah. Why would it be PA? It's not a pod asked. Jason, I'm it leaving is the now room. What's, because a, you're what's a pod ass? I'm leaving. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Jason had to go relieve his Jason, pod ass. Jason's uh, a pod ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I see how it is. I leave the room. Like literally leave the room, and they insult me though within earshot. That's you the... left during the show, man. You don't leave during the show. You abandoned us. Jeez. So Matthew's got a, a gift for Dave. <laughs> it's, it's a sword. So it's, and it's a surprisingly sword. a very, very, very sharp sword. Mm -hmm. It's a katana. Oh God. Made by the great. It's a replica of the one made by the great Nagamitsu of Bitsan for the samurai Kojiro. I'm glad he wrote that down because I didn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just the way he pronounced it. He's just so trying to How so he pronounces anything. Uh -huh. He's very good at the uh, uh, using that. One of my favorite things later on is a pronunciation thing he does, which is so, so, so stupid. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Dave doesn't like having knives, guns, or man-splitting swords. Um, because, uh, yeah. Man-splitting Because <laughs> uh, Matthew says it can, it can cut a man in two. Yeah. Um, and as they're <laughs> discussing this... <laughs> Matthew's about to leave, and perfect timing on Andy Dick's part. He's like, somebody stole my shoes while I was in here. This <laughs> <laughs> so good. So I love to, when we find out later who it is, but like, find it out could pretty be quick anybody. who it is. But it could be anybody. You know, it's, you know it's, it's Joe or Bill, though, really. No, I think no. it could be anybody, because later, I may, at least it's tortured him, too. Beth would have done it, too. Yep, Beth, I feel yeah. like any, any, any one of them. Any of them would have. Even yeah, Dave would have. If he yeah. had made them uh, listen to stuff about his shoes for too long yep. before that, yeah, he probably did a, that whole bit I mean, before Dave, he came Dave in the office. Dave would have somehow too. Yeah. Like, so. To be honest, I think Mr. James is the only one that wouldn't steal his shoes because he wouldn't want to touch them. Exactly right. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely right. That sounds like a fun prank, but I don't want to touch yeah, shoes. Uh, <laughs> you guys can have fun with his shoes. Um, <laughs> Tell me it was ABC gum. You didn't <laughs> ask. Um. I can't read my notes. That's super uh, fun. Well, nice. Uh, oh, my oh, God. What is that? Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, at some point, uh, I think Bill is, again, trying to get that's right. stock Mr. tips from Jimmy. Uh, oh, God. Oh, well, he does God. it like, and he says constantly, he and I, it's always he has mm -hmm. a pencil as a backup does he? if he has to. Yeah, <laughs> He's always, ready to write oh, them down. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I love when he's under the conference table and his desk. I don't I don't consort with thieves and Bill I'm not a thief. Are you gonna give Matthew his shoes back? When he's ready. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So good. I, but it, it's like a, I'm not a thief. <laughs> and then it's I'm not a thief. When he's ready. Yeah, it's very serious. <laughs> <laughs> it gets dark. Uh -huh. like. <laughs> and then this is one of my I don't know if it'll be my favorite line of the episode. Um I think it's already passed, but uh Worst cracker time in recorded history. Like I, it's one of my favorite lines of in the show. Just the idea that this grown man needs cracker time, calls it cracker time, and rates his cracker time. <laughs> like that's fantastic to me. We should I eat crackers for this episode? I know we should. The whole thing just. <laughs> so, what's your favorite scene in this little? It's good audio. Don't ask crackers questions. Make good I audio. It's cracker time. <laughs> uh, and Beth has been uh, keeping track of her stocks, her stock tips on napkins. I'm assuming at a bar. She's an adult. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, she point. was because she 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 got a guy's name and or number. Okay. And it got confused with with the, the stock, stock tips. It's oh, okay. All right, I missed that line. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, Beth. So she wasn't sure if it was the name of a stock or the name of the guy. <laughs> I wonder if her like weird transient nature does speak to Jimmy because I I think Jimmy maybe at some point had like a weird some because there various times he was a hippie. And then is afraid of hippies. Like there's a. Do so you think a... he dressed like her? Yes, I think Jimmy James <laughs> would wear like belly shirts. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> whatever he found at the Goodwill. Uh, I now I can't get that out of my head. Yeah, it's gonna be stuck in there. Man. Jimmy James in a billet yes. belly shirt. Boy. A tightly and sometimes scantily clad <laughs> Stephen Root. If there are any it's artists the... out there, if you would please cross-dress Jimmy oh uh, as 
Alan, maybe that's your assignment for the comic. Okay, <laughs> okay. So I can do that. I do want to see your interpretation yeah, you of, of, oh my God. Yeah. And the gut doesn't have to hang too much, but I'm just saying, you know, like, it's fine. Like, I don't know how big of a gut Jimmy really has. You can't tell. No, I don't. He's I, a big man. I, I think he's, you know, in decent shape for, you know. I think so. Just, yeah. Jimmy has fancy plans. That's all I know. <laughs> and pants to Jimmy. match. Jimmy! <laughs> fancy plans. <laughs> uh, okay, so now uh, Matthew is showing photos. Of the Tokyo airport to Lisa that I'm assuming he bought somewhere or had photocopied or something. Or our postcards. Or our po- I was thinking that, too. That He's might be the post- one holding them. Yeah, I mean, so you don't know what true. the backs are. That's hey, true. Hey, guys, do you know what's popular in Japan? Brad Pitt. <laughs> He's like a movie star over <laughs> there or something. That's a dumb line. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Like, what? Do, that's, a, that's dumber than Matthew normally is. Like, it's excessively dumb. <laughs> I mean, it could also be... Pictures of like LaGuardia that he thought he could pass but, off. As Tokyo. To. <laughs> yeah. But Maybe the, there's a Japanese person in the foreground. But yeah. the, the stupid lines, though, for uh-huh. him might be just him overcompensating about people worrying that they're going to find out he. Right. Know, the secret. It's got to be. I mean, because that's, none of you know what the secret of this episode uh-huh. is. <laughs> there's a, a line here that I later see echoed in a really funny episode of The Office that's a Christmas episode, which is uh, Dave comes up and asks Lisa. Uh, Lisa, do you know how sushi is made? Because Joe was asking, and then Matthew just leaves immediately just to go tell him how sushi is made. There's a really great episode of The Office where at some point Jim tells Dwight in a very loud, uh, what is the place, Uh, Benihana. Yes. It's like, what's she asking? She's asking how you properly slaughter a goose. And then he yells it over the hole. It's so good. Uh, I love bits like that. Uh, Horrific. So Lisa's uh, chair is still squeaking. A lot, right. a lot, and she won't. She won't stop it. And, oh, she's proving it to Dave. So she's like spinning around in the least sexy way possible. But Catherine's like, "Yeah, shake it, honey. <laughs> shake it, baby. It's not shake even it. close to sexy." And that's that's you just, know, she's not assuming what they're into. That's true. That is true. Uh, they do have some assumptions about their freak natures because they do fuck in the office all the time. So yeah, mm-hmm. or at least used to. We know that they used probably to. on the couch. I hope it's interesting sits on that couch. It's interesting doing the show over the time period we've been doing this show. Lisa and Dave, like if you watch the show on it, like just keep watching it because I like to binge watch uh, the show a lot, or I used to. Uh, like the their relationship doesn't seem to last that long, but if you talk about it this as much as we do, like it seems like their relationship lasts a lot longer than it does. Well, it's yeah. I always thought it's it is weird, but we watch it because I wow. always did think that it was done by now and it uh-huh. is clearly not but that's clearly because not. they had turmoil and they were off for a while mm-hmm. and it never clicked with me that they got back together till like we started rewatching it uh-huh. and i think that's why mm-hmm. that's true uh maybe 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 at the end of the season they stopped uh, about <laughs> then i can never the thing is like i i feel like before we did the show i had a better memory for what happens on the show but now that a we have to well, think about it and b we like spend as much time taking notes, like, right. I feel like some of the stuff has left my brain. Right. Well, yeah. And there's, uh, like, I remember, I remember every episode. Sure. But as far as, like, a long story arc, uh huh. I don't know. I no, don't yeah, know. me neither. I mean, the thing is, like, rightfully, their relationship is not that important of a story. Like, it's no. there no. as a thing, but it's, it's like... a thing and also a gag for everybody to make fun of them, yeah, like, exactly. like this one. Yeah. Exactly. Like, but it's not... Again, they, they w- intentionally went anti-Sam and Diane and just said, fuck it, it's there. And then when they're tired of it, they just wiped it out. And use, But they use their breakup as, like, good material, yeah. not just for breakup stories, but other stories. Some really good stories. Well, it, well yeah, and there's it's, still conflict and tension from it, but in a different way. Yeah, exactly. It, it's just because... Uh, 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 Jimmy Burroughs, as we as we call, him. yeah, our know, good buddy was, Jimmy, yeah, because he was saying that, yeah, they always should have, should have had the Sam Diane, will they, won't they? But the 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 th- I like that they got out of the way, and yeah, there is that tricky thing of okay, well, there's no you know sexual tension, but at the mm-hmm. same time, if you do have that will they, won't they, that can go on for so long, and eventually yep. you got to have them you know get together, and, yep. then, and then that finally happens after so much buildup then like if you watch well i don't want to say it but uh, <laughs> like i love new girl but like they uh-huh. kind of did that with uh uh uh, uh, uh nick and jess character but they just no idea what you're doing it about. doesn't matter it doesn't matter but, <laughs> but they had a will they won't they and they kind of uh-huh. had something happen like the third season and then they ended up having to have them break up and then yeah. it's just there's that kind of 
hairy situation where you're just like, well, okay, well, that happened, so now what? You know? Right. Well, I mean, <laughs> I think the will they, won't they, done right by like a Jimmy Burroughs, our buddy yeah, Jimmy yeah, Burroughs, our best friend Jimmy, uh, is commercially viable and it makes sense. But I also think you're then invested in something that isn't necessarily character. It's not It's not the most, you for, know I mean? for a show like this, I don't think it's the most important No, especially for an ensemble. Yeah. Like, why would we want to care about these two characters when the writers care about all eight or however many fucking yeah. people there are in the show? Like, it's much more interesting to make that an element. And move on. Like, if that's the whole arc of the whole show, it doesn't work. And it, I don't mm-hmm. think it, w- news radio would not be news radio if they had to make that such an important thing. I'm glad they didn't. Mm-hmm. And I liked it when they forced a wedding down our throat. It was displeasing. Yes. Uh, it was with a character who's great, but it uh, also just, they should never have been married. It gives Elisa this weird. That was a weird thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole weird thing. I love it, but it's fucking weird. And I think they knew it and they acknowledge it in the writing. Uh <laughs> Yeah. Once we uh, get there. We'll get there. We'll get yeah. there. We'll talk about it again when we get there. I, I don't recall the fifth season as much as I sure. thought. Well, we're going to get, get we're going to go deep into it. I'm going to try and get we're my gonna buddy. We're going to go deep. We're going to go balls deep into the fifth season, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Is that out loud? Uh, yeah, that yeah. I think that was out loud. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Um, Alan, live and uncut. <laughs> uh, Jimmy's got a livestock ticker. Uh, to look at with that <laughs> and it's uh i just love i like that he's like he knows he's rich and he's like i'm gonna bust out some props to prove that i'm rich you yep. know what i mean like i, I think that's kind of <laughs> <fun. laughs> it's, it's like tv without the people uh, walking around doing stupid stuff with a laugh track so dumb so dumb uh and i think bill is looking through the window outside and jimmy closes yes. closes the uh, the blinds yes and then as he's still talking to her he's like uh oh, sorry beth one second Three, two, one. Opens the door and then slams it on Bill's face. Like slams it, slams Bill out. And just, was, ah! There's one of those again. <laughs> this is spectacular. So great. <laughs> so, so good. Uh, and this, oh man. This is going to definitely qualify for one of my favorite moments. Because it's so dumb. But Matthew, as Dave's getting some coffee, Matthew just says, Kohi. That's what they call coffee in Japan. The whole time Bill is staring at the at the, the break room, um, break room yeah. door. Oh, that's right. He's talking to Bill. Sorry, that's like right. You, Bill's you know, they don't frame it so you see the door. They don't uh-huh. pan from it. But, but Bill's staring the whole time. But he's doing. <laughs> I don't know if that was his choice, but it's great. He it's won't. Perfect. He refuses so to. And obviously, he's going to ignore Matthew anyway. Uh-huh. Otherwise, he would torture him a little bit more. For that's being true. So annoying to him. But he's probably just getting coffee to have something to do. He is. <laughs> he's just making his hands busy so he can like be mobile. Walk over to wherever he needs to be as fast as he can, mm-hmm. and he's trying to stay alert. So yeah, <laughs> milk you. That's my favorite part. He says milk you about three times, I think. Because um, he's not getting enough attention. No, for of course, it. of course. Yep. They've got all kinds. Of <laughs> you know, over in Japan, they got all kinds of different things to eat. <laughs> you don't I didn't, say. I didn't know that. <laughs> Yeah, I know, Matthew. It's called Chinese food. <laughs> so fucking stupid. He's barely listening, and Bill's also probably a little racist. I mean, we can assume This is that. very offensive, Bill. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Matthew uh, tells Lisa she should just give Dave one of her sex looks to get to get a chair. Sex looks. And he's the, the weirdest look. Pursing his lips and just uh. trying to be, it's the most unattractive thing you've ever seen in your and life. Then, and then Jimmy walks past him, and he's like, he, he sees it. Uh-huh. He acknowledges it with his face, but he's like, oh, I'm avoiding him yep. right now. What the hell is he doing? And Matthew's the, actually embarrassed that he's doing it, which he rarely is embarrassed when he's doing something stupid. Right? <laughs> he's making weird sex faces. Uh, this, the next thing when uh, Bill is uh, hiding again <laughs> is one of my favorite, another favorite exchange where Mr. James like, because he was hiding under the table, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Mr. <laughs> Bill? Yeah, Jim. <laughs> Would you get it out from under the table? Sure, Jim. <laughs> oh, you mean right now? <laughs> like, that whole thing. It's so good. That it's whole like, thing. You just hear, oh, you mean right now? Like, it's just like from I under did, the table. It's so beautiful. It's like the when, when he gets caught red-handed, just his reaction like, yeah, Jim. <laughs> just happy, like, yeah. Everything's so, normal. Everything's and, normal. And every time it's like, he's, oh, there's my pencil. Like, he's found his pencil. <laughs> Fucking how idiot. Often, how often does he even call him Jim, too? He's like, oh, I'll just be as casual as possible yeah, that's true. under yeah. this table right now. Yeah, Jim. Yeah, Jim. Actually, what of a That's really good. Pretty great. Oh, and uh, I love that Jimmy, as a superstitious weird man, <laughs> this is how he, he determines what stocks to buy and what stocks to sell. 
and he shows Beth as though through two-way glass, which they're clearly not in the in the the break room watching Matthew. Matthew finds some candy in his desk. Is it in his drawer or uh, right not, on the table? It's not that it superstitious. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. It is just treating him like a lab rat. I guess so, but it also makes no sense that this would determine. So, he bases it on pure instinct of his subject. That's like, true. That's like, true. Not thinking, not reacting to marketing, just pure. Matthew's brain is the magical algorithm. candy. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. By him sneaking a variety of candies though once a month in the Matthews desk, it uh. has given him an eighteen percent increase <laughs> in his entire consumer goods portfolio. <laughs> so, is there magical like snack elves and candy elves and like? <laughs> Yeah, Maybe that's true. like mitten elves. Like what? he doesn't question when these wonderful oh, yeah. things are there for him. Yeah, that's very true. This is, I just love that. No, I think in Matthew's world, candy elves are a common occurrence. It's <laughs> one of my favorite things. Oh, what's in here today? Let's see. Let's see what I've been left. And the he, hell? And he protects the Matthew protects that candy when you walk by, like oh, Schmeagle yeah. or more of the does, rings. He does. He's like a chimpanzee. Like. Yeah. Well, at some point, his mouth is so full of candy, no one would be able to swallow all He's of it. He's putting them in his mouth like a squirrel with nuts. Yeah. Yeah. It's the most gross thing, but it's really, really funny because he's I'm just committed. I'm the wondering whole time. how many takes that he like choked on his own spit or I know. something. I like, would have. That's a lot of candy, right? Because all that sugar instantly, like, oh. anyway, gross. Sorry. Yeah, super gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. I couldn't stop thinking about it when I was watching this. It's disgusting. really good. It's really good. Uh, so we're back in uh, in the in the, um, the break room, and Joe's there telling Mr. James that they're having the fridge repaired. So there's a fridge repairman mm-hmm. as they're talking about the stocks, which start to drop. Down. Going and down keep a lot. And keep dropping. They get down to 13. 13! I gotta make a phone call. <laughs> Bill stands up. He's got his tie on underneath a, this the workman's outfit, which is a dumb says, little gag. Did he take yeah. it from Milos? It does no, look like no, Milos' no. outfit. Yeah, it might have been so... I mean, he, you know, he uses Milos however he mm-hmm. feels like, but he's posing as Ricardo... And uh-huh. Joe is is helping for him some reason pose as Ricardo for some. He's reason. He's probably paying Joe a healthy sum because he's invested a lot in this. Oh, I bet. stock tip stealing scheme. I bet. Unless somehow he's already fixing the fridge, but I don't think Joe would fall for that. So. No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. Uh, yeah, Jim. Yeah, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta make a phone call. Uh, I don't know how many times he says that on this show, but at least twice Bill yes, does, yes. Uh, and becomes one of my that favorite would be lines a good of all time. Phrase. This should have just been a catchphrase. <laughs> right. I gotta make a phone call. <laughs> And Beth doesn't quite understand how stocks work. Uh, Jimmy's trying to explain to her how much you know she paid. She only lost thirty-two dollars. Now that's per share. Uh, how many shares did you buy? A hundred. Oh, so I only lost one hundred thirty-two dollars. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> oh, poor Beth. Poor Beth, who, by the way, also might be playing dumb. Uh, yeah, wait, wait, we're not a hundred percent sure about that. Yeah, what are they gonna do? Throw you in jail? Well, they have mentioned that. Student <laughs> loans, paying uh-huh. people. Yeah. Uh, then Dave. There's a weird moment. Okay, so Dave is playing around with the sword. This is one of my trying to be Obi Wan. Um, if you strike me down, <laughs> you become more powerful than you could possibly imagine, Vader. And I don't think he says <laughs> Vader in the movie. I think they do it for the fans yes. who might not know Star Wars. Like I think that they're saying Vader. Like, oh, just in I get case it. they think he's like quoting a samurai movie. Yeah, right, right, right. Just in case somebody's thing. not smart enough, smart enough, uh, experienced with uh, Star Wars enough. Uh, Strike me down. Which, by the way, as we're doing this, this the Star Wars well, cause at trailer first, just came I out. mean, like the voice he's doing is less Ben Kenobi and mm-hmm. more like possible voiceover for a samurai movie. Yeah, who knows? Doesn't yeah. have subtitles. It's, it's a little monotone. It's a little monotone. What he's it's doing. Stilted. So. <laughs> and then he throws the sword in the garbage when Matthew walks in because he doesn't want to see him. Pl- anybody seeing him playing play with a sword? Mm-hmm. Yeah, playing. like a little child. Yes. And Matthew's offended because he thinks he's thrown it away. It's like, oh, no, no, no. Uh, all Japanese homes have sword receptacles like this, that he says. Something like that. And, and, oh. and Matthew doesn't fall for it. Mm. <laughs> I don't feel so, sorry for him. And uh, Lisa's he's fixing the chair. With a stapler. With a sa- <laughs> Hammering it with a stapler. And it's just, just pathetic. You uh, know, I honestly think a, a little WD-40 mm-hmm. would probably take care of that entire thing. It's absolutely true. But no. No, no, no. Lisa <laughs> just doesn't. And she's like bent over while she does it. So again, stuff or no stuff, you are good. Nah. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. I can't read my next note. I don't know what this says. 
that's exciting. You guys want to sit here while I figure out what my note says? Uh, oh, that's right. Uh, they're talking about credit card companies and how half of them don't know Beth's uh, real name because she figures uh, so- something about, oh, yeah, she wants to buy more stocks with her credit cards. So she f- she's committing credit card fraud, which is really, really great. Like big time. And then, like, Why not? such a good good reveal where just Jimmy's so concerned with how much she lost and wants to pay her back for it just to help her out. Uh, and then uh, she actually finds out she didn't invest anything at all. She made she, a lot of money. She stole her stocks tips to bill for $2,000. Uh, 2500 actually. So we find out, and that just Jimmy's just so so pissed off, seemingly, but then, I am so proud of you! Yeah. <laughs> He's very emotional. <laughs> He's so excited. Oh, all I did was sell someone something I didn't own that wasn't worth anything. Uh, uh, <laughs> welcome to the world of high finance. Ah. So good. So, oh. so fun. But then Bill approaches Dave. Mm-hmm. Have you ever lost something dear to you? <laughs> when I was 12, I lost my dog. I was thinking something more along the lines of massive sum of cash. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to get myself a little house with a boat and a pickup truck. A couple Ferraris. A pickup truck. <laughs> Two or three Ferraris. Two or three Ferraris. Maybe a Porsche 911. <laughs> and then he's got the sword. The house gone. The boat gone. <laughs> The car gone, the other car gone, <laughs> the car gone, <laughs> and then Dave Bill, Moore. that's a sword. What? Uh, that's that's a it's, a it's a real sword, a very sharp sword. And then he drops it, and uh, such <laughs> a dumb it. gag but slices I... a giant corner off the, the coffee cleanly table. Cleanly and perfectly. Oh, perfect. That yeah. is so sharp. I love his reaction, though. He's like, well, what the hell? He won't let me wave it around <laughs> for. <laughs> <laughs> what did he think, though? Like, it's just like, a well, dull it? Obviously, sword? it's a sword. Yeah, right. <laughs> Any sword is going to have some kind of cutting ability built. Jeez. Um, he could at least poke somebody in the eye with it or something. Uh-huh. Like. I actually want to give the props people like credit for how all these Everything other things work because you don't see them coming. Yeah. Uh, that bit is like it was probably like literally just a bit of cutting where like 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 editing where it's like he just drops it on the corner and it falls off. Yeah, but whatever, they, it looks they do really some good. Great really rigging, good. like the clock. Yeah, which is next. Slurs. Yeah, because Dave brings it in and he's like, "Fuck this! He's gonna he's gonna the destroy ch- her chair." The lamp. But first, he slices a cut a, 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 a clock perfectly in half. Then a lamp in half, <laughs> and then walks forward into that pillar that they eventually move, or maybe was moved and they only used I think for it was this. Moved and it was yeah, they just needed this. it for this, and then just <laughs> just like shorts out everything in the building at that point. Sparks flying everywhere, and then Lisa, <laughs> Dave, I need a new chair. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh wait, before that happens, oh I'm sorry, wait missed it. Uh, I've forgotten that Matthew says I. I didn't go to Japan. Oh, yeah. all right. The big reveal that we I, talked I, about. Yeah. <coughs> that Whoa. You guys clearly didn't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So angry I coughed. <laughs> I, I chickened out, spent a week in the library studying up on Japan so you guys wouldn't think I was weird. <laughs> well, let me be the first to congratulate you on a job well done. <laughs> and that, of course, is when Dave stabs the wall. The and then uh, you shouldn't be waving a huge sword around in the dark room. And was it? Yeah, Catherine says. Except for maybe Dave, I feel like everybody would have forgot when Matthew came back that he went to Japan anyway. So it's I don't even know true. why he would. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they yep. would probably ask him one question and then not really care. Yeah, nobody so. gave two shits and nobody got anything they wanted. Uh, <laughs> it's it's really really good. Um, mm. Uh, oh, that's right. And then the, the tail end, right after the credits, there's uh, uh, Bill. Uh, Jimmy's talking about investing in amalgamated turbine. Walks out of the room after he takes his coat, and then the, best. the coat rack moves and says, "Amalgamated turbine, amalgamated and turbine." And a very muffled, like yeah. his mouth is being pressed against something some, by some weight. Coats, like... Yeah, the bill is a coat rack. It's a really dumb gag. The most cartoonish. It's fantastic. That's great. Um, so. You know, that was stocks. Do we have favorite moments, favorite lines? Let's do favorite moments first. Do you need first. to do uh, the real... Oh, what am I saying? Sorry, uh, it's been six weeks since we've done it, so I think it's about time for another segment of the show, which we call... Sure. The Real Deal with Bill McNeil. And the worst. Are they either? Yeah, that's accurate. Listen. <laughs> um, so, Bill's just showing mostly his desperation. Uh, during this episode mm-hmm. and greed um, he gets paid more than anyone else there so he's not hurting for money by any means 
but he just can't help himself and he really really wants like you know rich people stock tips mm-hmm. so um and three cars and a <laughs> vacation home and nothing to do with any any other person in the world just stuff just some fancy fancy stuff that he wants two or three ferraris yes <laughs> and uh he thinks that that's you know the most important thing that could be dear to your heart in the world i guess of course he's got to fill that void somehow this is a big void man (laughs) he's got messed up um and yeah so even even like presents from matthew are like something he's gaining at the beginning Uh like he doesn't obviously care about any words matthew has to say at all about he, he any experiences he's just like oh there's presents mm-hmm. um they increase his self-worth yeah unless it's a hello kitty backpack sure <laughs> and then um what, what what would bill really need thumbtacks in his desk for anyway like when he's when he's mm-hmm. uh bothering lisa about being out of thumbtacks he might be playing pranks on matthew and other people oh in the office that's you know what right. yeah you just he put probably... it on the chair so someone sits and goes ah Ooh. Ooh, good call yeah yeah i was thinking of like like adult uses of but actual thumbtacks in an office in yeah <laughs> that doesn't count you're right probably he could be there could be an element of truth to that you're trying to get your chair to squeak? It squeaked for a second, and I thought it would be funny if I could make it squeak again, but I can't now. Um, and he does think Lisa's an office supply whore. Mm-hmm. And let's see. Sorry. This is really riveting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Riveting podcast. Super exciting. Time. Let me do some music while you go. Yeah, so he keeps thinking that uh, dropping a pencil. Missed you guys too. There we go. Oh, thank you, sir. Um, so uh, he's stealing. Uh, shoes from Matthew mm-hmm. <laughs> to teach him a lesson <laughs> because he's he's anxious and he can't get stock tips so he has to do something with his time mm-hmm. he's always taking it all out on Matthew obviously um, yeah so an adult man thinks that just dropping a pencil over and over <laughs> is, is a good excuse to be hiding uh-huh. behind and <laughs> under things <laughs> multiple times um, he's desperate though. Like I, I mean, it's probably desperate. the only thing he had in his pocket, so he's just like, uh, the, the, uh, yeah. oh, here, here, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I've never heard him call him Jim. Has he called him Jim before? Maybe uh, once before. Maybe well, he I've heard. I've heard Jimmy before. It's usually heard... Mr. James. Sometimes Jimmy. Yeah, Jim. Sir. <laughs> sure, maybe. I, I think mostly though it's Jimmy. I don't know that he often would call him Mr. James. That is definitely something Dave would say or Lisa would say. I think when he wants something, he's done it before though. I think there are times when he tries to pretend he thinks he's his equal. So that's why Jimmy. But then Jim is sure. completely out of sheer nerve. Sure, nerves, he does serve sometimes though. Sure. Um. Yeah, his his eyes do not waver when he's getting coffee. Mm-hmm. Like at all, he's just like. I'm surprised he doesn't just, like, shove Matthew's face away with his hand. Mm -hmm. Like, full contact, hand on face, just, like, squish away this way. Like, like maybe if he'd gotten in his line of sight, maybe that would have happened. Like, I mean, that's why Bill's such a good character. Like, he is focused always on the one thing, the one selfish thing he needs to get. He just hides it most of the time. of course. Not always well. Sure. Sometimes well, though. And when he distracts himself and, and is unable to work on his goal, that's when he also shines because, again, he steals Matthew's shoes. Yeah. Yeah, because he Cause has to torture. take it out. That's just a dumb thing he wants to do. Like, it's it's not what wouldn't torture Matthew, just annoy him at the most. Yeah. But if he was, if Matthew was more normal, it would be. Uh-huh. But. Yeah. He's not. He's like, oh, People do weird stuff around here. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And there's candy in my desk. Guess Mm-mm. I'll eat it. <laughs> uh, yeah, Bill thinks that 
I mean, he's distracted right now, but he also doesn't care about learning about other cultures, I guess, because it's called Chinese food. <laughs> and yeah, he's desperate enough for stock tips. I mean, he's not just hiding under things like a kid, but he's like stolen a whole janitor's outfit to pose as a fridge repairman. Probably paid money for it, honestly. Sure. Like He probably paid Ricardo. Like a, a hefty sum for it. Oh yeah, maybe, huh? Yeah, because uh, he played me. But he then paid he also had to pay day. Joe off. So like, sure. So like, he's lost. He lost a lot of money. He lost all the money that he gave to Beth. He lost all the money invested, which is probably way more than he paid Beth, right? Mm-hmm. And then he also probably had to pay Joe a considerable amount not to rat on him, right? And have to play along with a straight face, sure. Because Joe laughs at most things. So, yeah, he's out just so much money. Um, have you ever lost something dear to you? Yeah, so his, his fake things that he never ever got and probably never would mm-hmm. are more dear to him than like a family, cherished family pet or anything like that. He just brushes Dave off when he, he's like, well, I, mm-hmm. I had a dog when I was growing up. <laughs> um. And then, yeah, he is very surprised that he's swinging a sword around that's real. And yeah. That was kind of amazing. But I don't know, like, if he was fantasizing about something like chopping his dreams in half, mm-hmm. and he's, he's, he's using what he thinks is a fake sword, he's not even, like, remotely, like, thinking about things getting sliced enough to, like, kind of... He's just so broken by all these dreams being shattered. Of course he is. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, that he's been thinking about all day because all day he's just been trying to hide and get stock tips. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I wish they'd done like a community type thing where you could see him in the background. Like sometimes they do on a news radio, sure. but like, uh, you know, see him hiding in the background, but only if you really like paid attention. Because I don't think they did in this episode. I don't think so. But it might have been good. Probably, they probably shouldn't have done it more than once or twice. But, like, that would have been cool. Anyway, so, yeah, just uh, Bill's fragile dreams. Um, he has them. He he daydreams a lot, mm-hmm. I think, honestly. And uh, this is one of those times where he really just humors himself way too much. And... Uh, literally invests too much in a pipe dream and acts super immature uh, to, in, in ways to try and like get that pipe dream to work but it's like obviously never gonna work mm-hmm. so I don't know he's got he's got a very rich imagination but um, no follow through to actually get the things that he could get because he has a decent like salary and I don't know. He could actually like spend time on these things mm-hmm. yeah. and have things pan out, but everything has to be like quick. Yeah, of course. Quick and immediate like satisfaction. So that's what I got for today. This has been The Real Deal with Bill McNeil. And now the part that I sort of tried to preemptively introduce. Favorite moment or favorite moment <clears throat> or line? I think my favorite moment is because I had to decide. Actually, there's a lot of really good lines in this one. So picking a favorite moment is probably just going to be uh, Matthew just standing there saying, Kohi, milk you. Milk you. Like, I don't know why. That just the whole moment is really funny to me. I so would funny. count that as a line, but it's not complicated enough to call it a line. So that's my favorite moment. Mine was probably when uh, Mr. James and Beth are in the break room. And Mr. James just... Opens the door, sees Bill, slams the door, and you hear that that's that's everything about that whole spiel was, was fantastic. I notice you guys always pick a very good character heavy favorite moments. Mine are always like might as well just be a line. I'm very dumb about it. What's your favorite? Nice moment? going, Jason. Thank you. I mean, I really like it each time Bill pops up from hiding under <laughs> something. Yeah. Yeah, Jim. Yeah, Jim. <laughs> that one's pretty great. Hmm. That one's pretty great. Oh, you mean now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That could yeah, be your favorite? because it's just <laughs> so embarrassing. It's also a really good Bill moment where you don't see Bill, because under the table, I don't think we see... Do we see him come yeah. out? Yeah, yeah we do, him, but we like... We see him pop out eventually. Yeah, but it's but not about under that. there for so long. It's, it's about imagining him it, under the course. table and what he's 
fucking doing uh-huh. under there? I can see the And why it's taking him so long to come up uh-huh. because he's being asked yeah. to and they're uh-huh. waiting for him uh-huh. to appear. He thinks if he doesn't answer, maybe maybe they'll, they'll forget, forget that he's there. It's so good. The timing is so good. I mean, right now. It's <laughs> too long to be under that table and not move. It's too long. I have too What's many favorite? favorite lines from this one. I really do. I there are two. three favorite lines. I have two, but go ahead. Uh, well, my my probably my favorite is because I'm neither Japanese, fourteen years old, nor a girl. But thank you for the thought. Oh, and that's, sh- that's that's you know like th- that's always one of my favorites. But also, worst cracker time in recorded history is a great line. <laughs> and also, I think candy elves are a common occurrence in Matthew's world. Like that's <laughs> all really good lines. I can't pick. What are, what are yours? Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm actually also going to give it to, I can't accept this because I'm neither Japanese, 14, nor a girl. Yeah, that, because I think I've used that line before. <laughs> Me too. Not necessarily Japanese, but sure, whatever yeah. it is, it's like, I'm neither 14, nor a girl. Uh, <laughs> I, because of this, because at this time, I didn't see a lot of Star Wars references, at least in sitcom. Like you see them sure, all over yeah, now, that's a good but point. I never... I don't think I've ever seen it though in like a sitcom when when Dave's like, if you strike me down, <laughs> I should become more powerful than you could possibly imagine, Veda. So, so yeah, because I know like later, mm-hmm. uh, years later, like you saw the, the friends with I guess Jennifer Aniston uh-huh. with the with the the, the, the layup. Oh, that's the true. Yeah, but, but but this was before that, and I don't think I've seen Star Wars referenced on a show before. Not yeah, in a sitcom. Not I in the say. same way. Yeah, definitely. No, no. That's a really good point. Yeah, because you see it all the time now. Sure. But... Well, nerd culture wasn't a thing. Blah 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 blah. But yeah, it was on this show. So. Yeah, of course, exactly. So yeah, written by uh, a bunch of friggin' nerds. It's great. Yeah. But I'll give, I'll give the favorite line to, to Bill. But I do really like the Star Wars reference. But yeah. it's hard. This one's got so many. <laughs> Jen, what's your favorite? Man. Right. It's not easy. Those are all really good, and I really like the Cracker Time one. Hmm. <laughs> um, can't I can't dis- time in dis- history. Also can't uh, uh, discount Beth saying, "Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize it was cracker time." <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes. There's a lot of firsts and runners up I have for for moments and lines for for Beth because mm-hmm. she's pretty great. Um. Oh, but I don't remember the wording right now. Which because one? Because I'm blanking. Which the, one is it? The one about rich people. Which about? Wait, which? That's what, like... If life were, if life were oh, fair, if life there were wouldn't fair, be, there rich wouldn't be rich people. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. It's yeah. simple, but, like, I like it when Beth does it because uh-huh. of just her delivery. Her delivery of that line is great. That's a good point, yeah. And 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 uh, Bill having to hear it. I like also in that moment for her having $5,500, which I mean, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't pass that up, but like that's, she's rich now. Like in her mind, Beth is rich. And she had whatever amount of money, which is probably way more than $2,500 that she needed to pay off all all of her her college loans. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Because she's been in massive debt for a really long long time. time. Yeah. Back so then, that would have been like four thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm I'm guessing that that twenty five hundred is nothing compared to what she had to inherit to actually pay pay off, off all of her shit. Sure, because like college college loans are no joke. No, yeah, and I know they weren't as bad back then as they are now, but mm-hmm. like still no joke. And she's been in default for so long. Mm-hmm. Scary stuff. You know what's really funny is in the next episode her. Like, she always wears weird stuff, and in the next one, she wears this kind of normal, nice dress that might have cost her more money than she could previously like afford. Like, from a real store? It Ooh. looks like it I might mean, be. and I don't want to insult, like, going to thrift shops and stuff, because that's I almost that. exclusively what I do, but, like, uh, yeah, you know. I know how other people think about clothes. <laughs> but, I like, it's never thrown in our face, but it's kind of nice that at some point, Beth is ac- actually not super poor. Like, it, <laughs> it works out for her. Like, yeah. she's a little less poor. She, she got something that many people might wear to an office oh, yeah she's probably no longer eating ketchup packet soup i think we, we have hope for beth oh, after God. this point <laughs> this sounds disgusting every time i hear that uh, with jen that flashes me back to like days where i was like oh lunch uh do i have quarters anywhere for the vending machine <laughs> yeah right yeah oh college yeah. uh got anything to promote jen uh just you know if uh just Get familiar with your Congress people's phone numbers and um, recycle. 
All right. Those are both good things. I don't like hurricanes or California being totally on fire right now. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> Alan? I'm going to go with the narcissism route. Uh, find me on Twitter <laughs> at Alan Rickard, A-L-L-E-N-R-U-E-C-K-E-R-T. Same thing with Instagram, Facebook, and see you drinking game November 4th. Oh, yeah. We don't know what we're doing yet. We so. don't know what we're doing. Who Probably a holiday show, I'm going to guess. I will say, I have pressed, and it will never happen, but I've told Brett... Alan and I would really like to do some news radio episodes. <laughs> I have pushed him. And he was like, I kind of would love to do that, but he, I, I know that he's like, it it'll never happen. It'll never happen. It's, it's okay. I think we got more of a chance of doing some Perfect Strangers episodes than we have of you know, I would, Although I would also too. love to do that shit, too. It'd be fucking amazing. Don't be ridiculous. Uh, also, so me. You can find me on the Twitter at jklom, J-K-L-A-M-M. I'm on Instagram as jasonklom, K-L-A-M-M. If you go to Twitter and follow an at jasonklom, that's also me, but it's my alter ego. A lot of people get confused and think that's me. It is, but it isn't. Anyway, you could follow that if you want. Um, but, uh, oh. yeah, come see a drinking game. Also, go to StolenDress.com slash CelerySound. That's my uh, my comedy record label. I've got some stuff on there. got a, some stuff coming out this year. Uh, did not plan on it, but I think I might actually have a Christmas album coming out this year. Ooh. Wasn't planning on it, but I found some old material that Ooh. I think uh, from 2003. Oh, God. Yeah, so I think I might release that because um, there's some stuff that was timely at the time and has become re-timely, um, which uh, is re-timely. Re-timely. It's, mm -hmm. it's a word. Yeah. Yes, Alan. I forgot. Uh, also, check out my new acting website, www.alanrickert.com. Dot com a l l e n r u e c k e r t. Mm -hmm. There's also one link on there that actually sh tells you how to pronounce my name correctly. Really? Yes. That's enjoy fun. that. All right, I'll go there. <laughs> You're an actor, actually. As a website, most people like have websites that have not been updated in six years. No, I uh, took some long time to design this one myself. So. That's, what, that's what he's been doing for the last six weeks. That's what Alan's yeah, been doing. Uh, I've been trying to read. Jen's been, you know, waiting, waiting, just waiting for shit to happen. I'm sorry, Jen. This is a reboot. Uh, but uh, we will do our best, our level best, to, to keep uh, weekly episodes that are full episodes yes, and not just me it. rambling. We got this. So we're we, back we, on track. We're, we're recording two today. We're recording two next week. We missed Those you. two next week might, again, should have somebody who worked on the oh, show. Oh, yeah. Somebody, one of my favorite people who worked on it's the gonna show. It's going to be great. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be great. That's about it. So anyway, so, we have one other thing to say before we go, and that is catch you later, bee cakes. <laughs> Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Alan Rickard and Jason Klom, and our theme song was composed and performed by Michael Warden. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at 646-801-WNYX or email us at freakzilla at scopenet.com. Please subscribe to Dispatches from Fort Awesome on iTunes, give us a five-star rating, and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WNYX News Radio. Visit stolendress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15-plus years. Big day today, Dave. <laughs>